Right, so uh, Brett's got Stanlander back with us. We uh, we heard their interview they did it with us a fair few months ago now. I think it was October last year. We put that on the yesterday's pod as a bit of a tease towards today. They're both with me now. What we lads? Not bad, mate. How's it going? Yeah, yeah, sounds yeah, battling on. Uh, I think I'm pretty much in the same boat as, as what you two are at the minute with with cancelled work and, and stuff like that. How, how have you found it over the last the last few weeks yourselves? It's um. You find yourself reminiscing of all the coffee shops you could go to and <laughs> do all the podcasts you can get get done in coffee shops. Um, it, it's a it's a tough one for for our industry, I guess. Um, the, you always hear about the hits with people working on their own schedule and working from wherever they want to work, but you, you never envisage something like this is going to happen. So everything's great all the time, but you know it's you got to take positives where you can. You know we're still privileged enough to get some work through and stuff. A lot of the modelling stuff has been cancelled and put on hold, but there's great people behind the brands, as we said originally, that you know they'll either honour honour some of the work or you know it's it's a postponed and not a cancelled. So you've got to take your positives while you can. Yeah, I think for me, obviously, there's, we've got all the projects that we can crack on with. It allows like time to like really sit inside and focus on other ventures. Um, but also, like, it's a good time to do favours for people and really reach out and connect with people who you've been working with to see how you can help each other because there's, there's going to be loads of people much worse affected than us. So, yeah, God, got to make the most of it and try and uh, make it a positive situation. Have you found that you've had to diversify and, and kind of find new ways of, of getting yourselves out there and, and doing your work? Have you, have you come up with any ingenious methods of, well, of getting yourselves out there? I mean, it's one of them, like, when all this started to happen, obviously I've got friends in um, Madrid and Italy, and it happened there first, and I kind of thought, right, everyone's going to be at home consuming an absolute ton of social media, so how do we keep doing what we're doing and keep producing things that brands can use um, whilst at the same time we don't have photographer, set, stylist and all of that? So it's kind of like made us rethink because um, there's going to be so much more attention on medias, like we need to try and come up with a solution to that, and it's, it's like an opportunity to like really think about what we're going to be doing. And the two options are OnlyFans and TikTok. So. <laughs> <laughs> the requests oh for them God. are going through the roof at the minute. Oh, mate, I'm, I might make one. Blake the steak on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Just get your feet in the steak, then you'll be all right. Wow, you mentioned like I know Brett, you've you've lived out in Madrid. Have you been out there at any point during the lockdown, or have you been? No, back here? I um I came back just before it all really kicked off. Um, to be honest, um after fashion weeks and all that were done, I came back. Um, so just missed out, luckily. But um, my friends out there, like some of the we like, I see this country like people going mad having to stay indoors. It is so much stricter and tighter out there. Um, my housemate literally didn't leave the house for nearly three weeks. Um, there's people getting arrested and fined in the streets for being outdoors if they're not there um, shopping uh, for essential food and items like that. So, like we we could potentially have it a lot worse than we've got it at the minute. So, uh, uh, honestly, when I when I talk to friends out there, I, f- I feel very lucky. Same in Italy as well. Hey, what's worrying is I've just seen that Spain's overtaken like the number of cases in yeah. China, and, they, and if they've got the the lockdown that strict. Yeah, we've got people. I've just been out for my walk for the day. Just walk around the woods in Oakwood and that, and there's people in groups of four and five and six still. So if, oh. if they're in major lockdown and we're just people flouting the rules here, we're going to get it 
much much worse i don't see why people can't see that yeah it's just really frustrating obviously from um public health perspective and seeing people just like not learn it's like how do you make people care and people moan about the fear-mongering and stuff in the media i'm like but at some point you've got to try and get into people and make them understand and to an extent scaring them's one way you're going to get through to them but there's a balance between scaring people into being obedient and scaring people into panicking which is i think what happened at the start and that's Hence why everyone went shopping at stupid amounts. Um, but ultimately, like, we just need to take it more seriously. There's still a lot of people that aren't taking it as seriously as they probably should. Um, but yeah, it's what it is, people. On a, on a personal level, how are you, how are you both finding um, social distancing? Yeah, it's great. We've been around each other for 26 years and now we're locked inside. <laughs> well, you're obviously like you fit lads. Like you normally go to the gym and you play football. Yeah. Are you coping with like? Because you we're all kind of active. I mean, in different ways. But how are you coping with like having to just going out once a day? And because you're busy lads. I mean, your your job basically entails uh, traveling. Yeah. This yeah. Uh, this month was supposed to be full of traveling. I mean, we're down back and forth to London three or four times a week. That's all stopped. So like literally just getting out of the house, doing meetings and um walking around town and stuff all day every day and then coming home going to the gym and being active at home as well it's it's really took a massive hit and you just just it's like when you stop playing football you're just itching to do stuff all the time you're, you're itching for an escape for for you though you know like it is being on your own is great in times and you know we travel alone and we travel together and stuff but um we have projects that we do um separately and things like that but you're doing those projects separately but now you're under the same roof 12 feet from each other all the time um it takes its toll and you you need that mental escape to to help um like re-motivate and rejuvenize like your thoughts and your creativity and all of those bits so being under one roof and then you want to go for a run and stuff which is pretty much all you're limited to apart from your garden workouts and it's like well you want to go for a run together because it helps with pushing each other in competition and stuff so I guess you just have to flip it on its side. Like, would it's the would you rather? Would you rather be doing it by yourself? Would you rather be in quarantine by yourself? Would you rather be going for a walk and a run by yourself? It's you just got to take your positives, aren't you? Yeah. Have you fell out yet? Oh God, yeah. Five <laughs> times today, six times yesterday. It's like when you're ten and dad made us flipping go everywhere together. It's like take your brother with you. Take your, look out for each other. Take him with you. Oh, sake, man. oh brilliant, man. Brilliant. Oh, it's, it's, it's scary saying now. I've just watched a video on Facebook. Of, um, it's like, you may have seen it. I've, uh, I haven't just come across it, but it was kind of, I can't wait for me till a year from now when this is all like a bit of a memory. But you remember like, there'll be like a baby boom because everyone's like, yeah. you know what I mean? We're spending time together. And Mate, baby boom and a divorce boom. <laughs> but it's like, it, it seems surreal that we can't see the end of the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, it's, it, I said it the other day, what, what a strange thing to live through, because no one has experience of living through something like this before, and the world that we have at the minute is so connected and so active and everything, but we've kind of set ourselves up so that we can live online, and now everyone is forced to live online. We've, we've completely took away the decision, um, so it's really challenging, but it's, it's very weird, like, you, you talk about your grandparents living through wars and stuff, and we've got like a, a battle against something that we can't control that no one's really fighting against. And we're just, 
I don't know, sat sat to our own devices. It's it's really weird, very weird. Going outside as well, the you know, like when you walk past people and you walk and stuff. There's no like happy, cheery, hi, how are you? No conversations, no small talk. Everyone's so quiet. Everyone's suspicious of one another yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Depends where you're walking. If you're walking through Chad, it's a different story. Like. Everyone keeps your head down anyway, don't they? <laughs> it's like that anyway. We've had the army in Chad today. The army landed on the race course talking, you know. Jesus. It's like you say though, with with the war, to a certain extent, people can still go out and yeah. You can kind of see the enemy. If there's a plane yeah. in the sky, right? Get in your bunker, or get in the air raid shell. So this is just you're fighting against something. It's, oh, it's, it, it's the instruction. Just, the instruction isn't we need to organise. We need to do this. We need to do this. The instruction is do nothing. Don't go anywhere, don't talk to anyone, don't go outside, don't exercise, don't do this. And it's like, like, give us some instructions, do you know what I mean? I know. Um, it's, it's very strange, very eerie feeling. Fear of the unknown doesn't help either. I think there'll be some really, like, just to turn it a bit onto a bit of a lighter note, I think there'll be, some industries are obviously going to boom from this, um, like video on demand and those sorts of Zoom. services. Zoom, shout out Zoom, shout that we're using Zoom. now. Yeah. Friend, friend of the pod. House party, things like that. <laughs> House yeah. party, yeah. All, but all of those, there's going to be something or um, something creative that people are going to look towards and that will be a, a massive positive when this is finished, whether it is, you know, more companies are taking uh options to work remote and people are going to have flexibility with work because you know we're so digitally savvy at the end of this and, and there's going to be some real positives i think and uh, the big one for us is the fashion industry really needed a shake-up in terms of yeah. consumption and sustainability do, and, do we need to fly to cruise shows and fashion weeks twice a year in four places near there and everywhere and, like, and also do do you know top man and arcade are going to suffer massively because of their real estate and do they need a hundred shops and all of those sorts of things. So yeah. it will be a, a really uh, poignant time in, in that sort of history where everything's just getting evaluated. Just re-evaluate everything yeah. you do. See, I think that in, in working what I do, radio, uh, in radio, mm. like there's like a presenter at Radio Derby who lives in Hull Doesn't who can mean. now present in his front room. Yeah, yeah there's so, no need for him to go anywhere. Why does he need to drive yeah. 150 miles every day? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You can, yeah. But I think, I think it's good. The other thing I think it would do is help companies reevaluate their workforce and like really appreciate what they do i think a lot yeah. of people are becoming really productive at home after the first like riding the first wave and once they get into um, routines so i think it'll reevaluate how our approach to work in this country so i think we're a bit still a bit old-fashioned especially compared to america compared to maybe some yeah. um nice european company european countries and stuff so I think, I think it is very, it is very nine to five here, isn't it? You, it is, you yeah. Out, you do your nine to five, and it that's is. it. It's, it's kind it, of but compare it to we always like, have the attitude of we've always done it like that. Yeah, we? exactly. Yeah, we've always done it, way. so we'll always do it. But with that yeah. mentality, nothing ever changes. So no, uh, no you're, you're spot on with that, and, and hopefully off the back of this, it's not just like it's people go on English holidays and go and support your local pub, and you yeah. go and support your local yeah. coffee. Do you know what I mean? People that struggle during it. Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a point I was really focused on last week in reaching out to brands who aren't huge conglomerates and saying how can we help each other out because you have two stores in the whole country rely massively on manpower and physical stores like shopping space like how do we help each other because at the end of the day the huge stores that that are deemed necessary by the government will get bailed out and they'll be fine and it's the little ones that are really really care about what they do and take really careful measures in their business that will suffer the most 
So it's time. Yeah. They're, that's they're they're the ones. It's time to like reach out and really help each other. I've seen that a lot with with people that are doing the content as well that are getting out there. So there's like Jamie Thrizavula who does the Derby County yeah. poem, mm. and um, he asked me to do a bit of work for him, just editing a few videos so we can get them out now on YouTube yeah, while yeah. it's um, while people are at home doing nothing. Yeah. And then he said, "Oh, I'll chuck you some money." And what I went, "I tell you what, no, right, you do a couple of my podcasts. Mm. Yeah. I'm getting content out there. Like, so yeah. I'll I'll help you. You come on my podcast. And I'll do videos for you. And then like it's... Project D Boys that I know you know, and I've been like saying to them." No, I don't want to. You, you come on the podcast, mate. You can come on whenever you want. Get mm. your brand out there. And I've been putting it... That's it. It's kind of all helping each other. Brilliant, like, all yeah. got a common thing. Of that's like, it, yeah. Let's just help people and get it out there and get your message out there. That's, that's exactly we um we work with a really small company, like a startup company in in, Sw- in Sweden. And... Um, the, they put it in a really nice way and it's investing in each other. Regardless of the product and the brand and all of that, it's investing in each other and helping each other out. Yeah. yeah. In, a, in a weird way, it's kind of a very, very old fashioned way to go about things. You know, like back in the day when oh, I'll trade you a goat if I can get some eggs from your chickens and there's no yeah, money. There's no money that went between us. It was everyone trading goods for goods. Um, and my dad actually does this in Turkey now. Like he'll go around and do someone's maintenance and electrician stuff. And then someone else will come around and help him out with the swimming pool and things like that. Like there's no yeah. money that gets exchanged. Everyone does favors for favors. It's like, yeah, my dad the other day when uh, ran me up and went, do you want some potatoes? There's a 10 part off the He's got any toilet roll? More valuable <laughs> then. <laughs> you know, Mick, mate. You imagine going around Mick's in a minute. Toilet <laughs> He's doing his TikTok <laughs> challenges, that's why. <laughs> you went, um, so I went to my neighbor, I've got loads of them, so I went to one of my neighbours and went, hey, oh, do, do, do you want some of these potatoes? Oh, brilliant. And then it's, I've made a stew with potatoes. You want to come around and have yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. proper like. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's incredible. Pro- uh, yeah. You mentioned like you've got you've got mates in like Madrid and in in Spain and Italy. What what's the feeling from from the people that are over there at the minute? Um, it's it's a completely you know how kind of morbid London looks at the minute. It's yeah. even more intense than that. I said to my friend. It's very great. I said to him like um, I went for a run yesterday and I was like, oh whatever you do don't go for a run on no sleep whatsoever because you'll feel horrendous. And he goes, to be honest, mate, I won't go for a run in fear of getting fined and arrested. And I was like, oh, shit, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's a good well, point. Well, they're not even... Because I've, like, I've seen a bloke in France that did a marathon on his balcony. So they're not allowed to even to go out for an exercise. No, no, so no. They can't be in the streets Paris. for anything yeah. that's, like, informal or nothing like that. My, fr- my friends in Paris, they're on proper lockdown. And, you know, they they have a tendency to riot and things like that. But they, they said they're restricted to a kilometre a day. And I don't know how, they, if they're tracking it through phone signal or whatever it is, but it, like a kilometre is less than a mile. It's not not much at all. So I, I think wow. over here, point it, perspective is everything. Isn't yeah, it? Like, perspective. I mean, you mentioned perspectives. Anything. I've just been out for my walk and I saw, you, know, you both know Reese. Reese obviously a paramedic and he was parked up um, outside someone's house in Oakwood. And oh, I bumped into him by just Jesus. absolute fluke. Yeah. And then he looked like he's... he's Done, mate, and he, yeah, he just said to me, he, he just said to me like literally like, this is scary shit, mate. Yeah. I think he even he took it a little bit light and, but yeah, the start. Went, this is this is scary stuff. Yeah, I've been. Is that's what I mean, like perspective. There's always someone worse in a worse situation. We um, I got asked with with my studies. Um, I got an email last week asking if anyone who's got a science PhD would be willing to go to the hospital and help with the testing. And I was like, I, t- I showed him my mates and my dad, and they're like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, you just say yeah, because essentially that's your country messaging you saying, 
we're overwhelmed, we can't deal with all the demand at the minute, we need help. And like, yeah. if, if you couldn't, if the NHS is saying we need help, you go and help. Simple as that. Um, yeah, incredible. So, incredible. yeah, it, it's just perspective, man. If, if you have all these nurses and people who work in hospitals, they do it because it's what they believe in and it's definitely never about money for them. Um, that's what Reese said. Reese was like, "This is what I signed up for." Yeah, exactly. Same as like, yeah, yeah. Signed up for the army, and then go right. We're invading Afghanistan. You go, whoa. Yeah. whoa, whoa well, I want, want a bit more money for that. That's what you signed up for. Yeah, yeah. I want a bit more money to go there. It's um, it's all the, it's the little things as well that like we. I was getting, I worked at the weekend at work, and we was getting phone calls. Like, I had one on that made me cry, made me cry my eyes out. And there was a woman. She's like, um, "I'm uh, 82. I can't get out. Radio Dob is all I've got, and I don't want to give my name to get emotional, but." I just want to thank all of you for what you're doing. And it's just yeah. like, like it's what, ridiculous. Like what people value. Do a little bit. You don't, you don't have to be like a coronavirus doctor on the front line saving people's yeah. lives. You can still do a little bit to, just to help people's lives, can't you? Definitely. And like with my dad being in Turkey, they're very isolated as well, but he's also not really got any English friends as well. So like listening to Radio Derby on a VPN or whatever it might be that you can stream or listen to on podcasts, like it goes a hell of a long way to making people feel more, more homely and, you know, not, not so far out of touch of, of where people are. And, um, you know, it, it keeps that faith and keeps the motivation there that, you know, after this, I can listen to this in my car when I'm driving to the beach or I can listen to yeah. this when I go and see friends. And, yeah. you know, yeah. it's it keeping a, keeping the positive spin on everything. Are you going to send in the link for this one? Uh, oh, depends how the editor. Mate, he's goes. been sending me 20 memes a day at this rate, so I need to I'll send, have to send him something. him something back. <laughs> just, in, just, just in case he does listen, can I just say, um, I am better than Jack Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he keeps he keeps messaging us every day, saying he keeps getting tagged in these Facebook, you know, like best teams that you've played with, best players, and he keeps getting tagged in best manager, and he's like, when are you pair going to do one? I was like. I've already done one. You didn't, you didn't make the court. <laughs> uh, I, I, I tell you what, I know he's tagging him in there. I could name him. <laughs> I bet Jack Jordan is number one. <laughs> Weirdly, the starting numbers were 1 to 11. The lowest point in my career when Jack Jordan uh, woke up pissed, fell down the stairs, got, got to the game 10 minutes before the game and still got started. <laughs> Massive bruise down his leg. I'm sure we had naked pictures of your old man and Wayne. You started. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was warmed up with a kit on. You went, give Jack your shirt. <laughs> oh, man. There's oh, a, lads, there's, there's thank you absolute... very much for your time. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do another one. We'll yeah, do a mate. We'll do another one. 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 We'll do Oh, brilliant. Look out for that, mate. Blake the Snake on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like two Coke cans with an apple on top. <laughs> right, on that note. <laughs> right. All the best, mate. It's been a pleasure.